Hello and welcome to the RylaCast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla, Rotary District 5810. My name is Greg Tepper, and back in the saddle again, back alongside me. I missed him so desperately on the last episode. You know him, you love him. I could keep going on. Would you like me to do like this super long intro before I say your name? I, I thought about just leaving you, just laying out. But just no, 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 no. Please, please, just le- just letting it go. He's the he's the man they call Josie Andrew Utz. Well, hello, Greg. Well, hello, yes. Josie. And it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. I'm back just, in the saddle again. I just want to point out that um, I've never been sick for for a Rylacast, not even once. And now you. You've basically pulled the trick like twice in three episodes. <laughs> Believe me. So what I you're would... what I'm what I'm understanding is that you are understanding the joy of parenting now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh-huh. One of those sicknesses I can attribute directly to Party P, but the other I, I unfortunately cannot. Um, but like a responsible parent, I will attribute it to him. Oh, absolutely. No. The great thing about a kid is that you can attribute anything you want to them and they can't they can't defend themselves, especially in a public public place like this. Right. Um this is the the Ryla Cast, the official uh podcast of Camp Ryla Rotary District 5810. We do thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Uh we are rolling guest lists this week. Uh I tried to book someone and they will they will uh, I'm, I'm not going to name names. I'm 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 there are some people who are maybe um who are maybe petty enough to name names, but I'm not that person. No, no. You thought I was going to name a name, didn't you? But I'm not he, going to. Well, and then I was like, is he subtweeting me? Am I petty enough no. to name a name? Because I'm <laughs> I almost named a name. <laughs> no, I'm not subtweeting you. Like a good um, cop, bad cop thing. Right. Uh, no, I am. Uh, I am. I am most certainly uh, not going to, uh, to 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 we, we had some uh, I reached out to somebody. They did not get back to me in time, although they did literally email me just now saying I'd like to be on the next one. So uh, I guess I'll give away whoever that person was. that doesn't check their email. Uh, if you listen to the next episode of the Ryla cast. So we are rolling guest lists on this one. Uh, but can we have a little bit of parenting talk for a moment? Oh, always. That's, that's what this podcast basically is. So so how old is Party P now? Party P is 11 months and like 359 days or something. Oh, so we got birthday party like imminent. Oh, yeah. We got birthday party. Um, yeah. Birthday in seven days from today. Wow. A week from today. So you're a 51 week parent. Uh, so in 51 weeks... Because one of the things, and I think one of the things that you and I initially bonded over, um, and then we bonded over our shared love of podcasting after that, uh, but we bonded over uh, uh, sports and sporting events. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is Party Peace sporting event um, experience over the course of his eleven months and three hundred or and and eleven months and three weeks on Earth? So. His soul, well, I mean, aside from the the recreational, sure. you know, niece, nephews, basketball, football, soccer games and such like that, the only live sporting event he's attended is a University of Missouri football game. That's it. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, it was a W, though. We, uh, we, 
you know, I was there. I was wearing my Mizzou gear. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I'm a bandwagon fan when it suits me. Mm-hmm. We uh, we really took it to Abilene Christian, the uh, the Wildcats, I believe. Take that, Wildcats. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's... that's Okay. That's it. And yeah, I I suspect that's a very minimum, that's a low number well, of attendance. Because the reason I ask is, is Party P actually has Hank, who is about to turn four, mm-hmm. beat right now. Oh. Because. Okay. Hank has never been to a football game. Okay. Which is crazy to say, but What's like. your career? Actu- right. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it, is, it is crazy to say, considering my career, but also, if you take five seconds and think about it, it's not crazy to say. It's because really not. When would I go to a football game for recreation? Right? That like, is true. I go to football games for work things. Um, so and 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 so all of that is to say that we're recording this on November 1st, and actually the game got moved up to Thursday. And so this this Thursday, Hank is going to his first game. We're going to the local high school football game. Um, we're going to stay for as long as he feels like he wants to stay. Uh, we were going to go cause Thursday night, for those who don't know, Thursday night is usually when freshmen and JV teams play junior varsity teams play. Um, and so we were like, my thought was like, awesome. I'm going to take him up to the local. We were going to take max too. Who's going to turn one here in December, uh, and take them both up there. It's going to be a whole family thing. Take them up to, uh, the, the local stadium, for the freshman game, because these dumb dumbs aren't going to know any different. Like they're not, <laughs> they're not out here charting plays, right? Um, right. And uh, but then, uh, lo and behold, big weather is supposed to roll through Friday night. So the local, the local eleven, so to speak, decided to move it up to to Thursday. So now I got to talk Hank into it and be like, "All right, we're going to a game, and guess what? There's going to be a band." Oh and he is, man. And he's fired up about it, so I'm I'm looking forward to reporting back. Was it too loud for Party P? So we we did invest in a headset for him. Okay, that's smart. Um, that's smart. But yeah, I mean, I he he kept. I'm trying to think. He eventually kept the headset on. We uh, we were had our backs up against a brick wall and tried to shield from the noise as much as possible. Because the 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 people like the people I really want to talk to are our friends Jeff Egger and Becca Egger because mm-hmm. Jeff Egger and Becca Jeff Egger uh, Ryle alumnus and and I believe a former podcast guest I want to say I believe so yes I think both Jeff and Becca have but in any case Jeff um, is a is an assistant coach at a high school football for a high school football team and then Becca and it brings their th- three beautiful girls to pretty much every game. And I would love to pick their brain on like childhood transportate or like ch- child transportation to football games and, and, and uh, how you deal with that because they appear to have it down mm-hmm. and I'm going to be feeling around in the dark there in on, <laughs> on Thursday night at the, uh, at the local high school football stadium. Anyway, I'll report back uh, my findings on how Hank likes the high school football game yeah that's I mean, exciting yeah that's it's very exciting. exciting he's been to one 
He's, he went to a Rangers game at the old ballpark. This is I'm dating myself, <laughs> but because they were closing the old ballpark and I said, all right, we got to take him. And so we took him and then uh, he got overheated and he threw up that night because uh, I'm a good oh. parent. Um, but yeah, I but mean, Max has not been to any sporting events, so uh, we'll get him out to something eventually. But uh, in any case, there you go. Yeah. I want to. I want to, to to pick your brain and make sure that I am, in fact, behind on exposing my children to football. All right. Um, this week, uh, as penance for missing the last episode, uh, Josie has got the big segment. So here with the big segment of the Rylacast is Andrew Josie Utz. Well, thank you, Greg. And I don't know, you know, we, we just talked about the, the sporting landscape, if you will. And I'm not sure how plugged in you are to the music world. Um, oh, are we going to talk about Midnight's? We're going to talk about Midnight's, Greg. <laughs> that was a guess, but I love that I was right. That is, I, yeah, that is incredible. Nice job. I thought I was going to pull one we over do, on We you. do, by the way, I did like genuinely and truly, like I'm not being, I'm not doing a bit here. I did not know what he was talking about. I just assumed <laughs> it was the Taylor Swift album. Right. Which, yeah, which I feel like that kind of is a good, anyway, I'll, I'll just quit, uh, I'll, I'll quit vamping, but uh, no, I was, I was looking I'm I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I'm kind of you're a Swifty. O- I'm an OG Swifty. I didn't um, know this. Are you going to try to go to her concert at AT and T Stadium? So, I think so. We're gonna. I I am in a. Uh, <laughs> this is this is, sounds weirder on the podcast than it does when Joni and I talk about it. I'm in a group text of other Swifties. I was I was kind of vetted and brought in. And uh, and I had the the old man saying of our concerts really worth it today. I actually texted that. Uh, wow. Um, a lot to break down with that, what you just <laughs> said. But we'll get to that off the air. Why don't you go on with your story? Right. So uh, so I got to thinking, um, you know, there have to be for as, for as long as Taylor Swift's career. And we've probably already had people tune out of the podcast. So I think it's safe to just keep going. Uh, for as long as her career has been, there have to be some intersections of Taylor Swift and leadership, right? After all, we are a leadership podcast. <laughs> yep, I'm sure there are. And I found an article here from November uh, 2021 from Smart Company. Five okay. things well, Taylor Swift taught me about work and leadership. Well, it's not dumb company, so you know. <laughs> it's not dumb company. Okay, so we're just we're gonna roll through the five things. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, understand what you're good at and do more of it. I don't I don't think there's really any arguing there that Taylor Swift is is an entertainer, yes. and. Um, and she really runs the gamut. I, I'm going to try not to use too many Taylor Swift references. I've, I've probably already beaten that mm-hmm. horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but understanding what you're good at, I think, is is a little difficult to do. Um, I don't know. It's difficult for me to do, and I've been in the quote unquote workforce for yeah. No, you're years. on your own, kid. <laughs> hey, look at that! <laughs> Are you googling Taylor Swift Midnight's? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> uh, which which actually leads us into number two, which is don't take yourself too seriously. Um, yeah, I can buy onto that. I think that's I think that's fair. Um, and and 
and certainly um i think we all need like i i i, I think we all need a, a humility check at times mm-hmm. um we can certainly have our conversations uh either on air or off air as to whether or not Taylor Swift has actually had a humility check in her entire career. But um, all that is to say is, yes, I agree with what that co- that article from Smart Company said. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I, yeah, we, we could have that on air. Um, <laughs> keeping ourselves, you know, humble and grounded matters, uh, you know, and, but I do think that while there is a, you know, you can have a sense of humor and self-deprecation can kind of, break the tension a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. it, it does fall to that number two. I do agree with smart company and that it falls to number two and, um, uh, from understanding what you're good at, because if you don't have that confidence, I feel like that self deprecation can get real. You can potentially snowball into, um, you know, not being respected and things like that. So for sure. So understanding what you're good at doing more of it, not taking yourself too seriously, uh, and being vulnerable, um yeah and i uh yeah we don't have enough time to no let's to talk keep going. about josie's musings of um you know whether <laughs> whether taylor swift has had a reality check or not uh, we don't have enough time to talk about whether or not taylor swift is always faking it whenever she wins an award but that's neither here nor there <laughs> go on it's fine uh but speaking speaking of it's good to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. you know the I think leadership has changed a little bit in terms of there's there's that's no longer something you need to hide as as a leader. You know, people like to see that that leaders may not have it all together um, and that they're they're people, too, at the end of the day, to to borrow a cliche. Um, and then number four and five, I, I think, go together. Uh, they have them obviously separated in four and five. But it's, uh, you know, adapt and then make deliberate choices. And I think being versatile and having the ability to apply your skill set to a wide range of problems is incredibly valuable. And uh, and it also goes with that fifth in terms of making deliberate choices and in, in choosing, you know, how you you move forward as you're being versatile. Did that mm-hmm. make sense or am I just kind of? No, I think that's I think that does make sense. And, um, art has a way of sparking within people different emotions. And I think that this particular artist has a way of sparking with, of, of, of personalizing a lot of emotions for people Mm -hmm. and saying, oh no, she's in this with me and he or she is, is in this with me. And so, I, um, I, I see what you're saying. I think all of these are good. Um, I'm not super into Taylor Swift. I'm happy for you and I'm happy for the people who are presently yelling at me through, through the (laughs) podcast vendor of their choice. And I thank you them for, for listening this far. Um, that, yeah, I, 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 I think that there are some, some things to be gleaned from that because, because ultimately art is ultimately supposed to be just a reflection of your life experiences. And I think she does a very good job of reflecting her life experiences, um, through those, through those, um, through her songs and through her, her, her art. And yeah, I, I think that all of that sounds pretty good, Josie, um, I'm glad you found an article from Smart Company about uh, the the things that they learned from Taylor Swift. 
Well, thanks, Greg. And uh, yeah, I mean, karma's a bop. But golly, uh, <laughs> no, um, I, 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 I do. Sorry, I know, I know, I'm, I'm digressing here, but I do think it's, it's fascinating how someone can you know, arguably reinvent herself and you could say, you know, is she reinventing herself or has she just always been this person? But to, to have staying power, like, I mean, I saw her open, this is going to really date me and give you an insight into my musical choices, which you're that, I apologize. Five years old. Here we uh, go. <laughs> I saw her opening for Kenny Chesney when Toyota stadium opened up several years ago. I've got a lot of questions ago. about that. <laughs> yeah, believe me. Not as many as I do. Um, but uh, f- for her to have the staying power and seeming like just print platinum albums and things is, and everybody's kind of just waiting for the next thing she has to, to say on CD or vinyl or tape deck. Tape deck. Which are now all... you're really dating yourself. They're all available... Midnights are available on all of those media. Yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to Midnights. Um, I'm sure it will come across my my world. I recently, this is 100 percent true. My, um, I have a niece uh, whose name is Sadie, and I love desperately. Um, and she is uh, about one, and she'll turn two in December. And her parents. Uh, have made sure that she has a good understanding of music and she's very into BTS. Okay. Are you familiar with BTS? You may have to remind me what BTS. Um, uh, they are, um, they're the, uh, the K-pop uh, group. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and so I, that's when I got to, to understand what BTS is and uh, <laughs> they got some bops. Mm-hmm. I can jam to it. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's no alien ant farm, but that's all right. That's not a competition. It's fine. Anyway, uh, thank you, Josie, for that, uh, that, that big segment. Uh, normally this would be the time we have a guest, but somebody didn't email me back in time. So now it's time for me to close this bad boy out. Josie, um, I want to bring you to the wonderful and woolly world of TikTok. Oh, we are, we're, we're hip. We're here. We did it. Look at us. Look at how young and cool we are. Um, We're on Twitter, which is still a thing. (laughs) Check in a week. Uh, Don't, 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 don't fact check this. Um, And, and so I'm, so I want to be very clear. I am not on TikTok. Don't search me on TikTok. However, have you noticed that Instagram has become TikTok? Yes, I have. And all it is is people who are taking TikToks and they're putting them on Instagram, mm-hmm. which, hey, you know what? Okay, cool. You know what? I ain't mad about it. It's fine because I don't want to download a social media out- outlet. I have, I'm done with social media outlets. I have my fill. You can come up with the most amazing social media outlet in the world after this, and I won't do it. This is it. I've got my, I've got my few. And that's just that's as many as I'm going to take on. So I saw one and I actually this is 100 percent true. This is a couple of weeks ago. I saw it and I thought this would be really good for the Ryla cast. And so I texted it to myself so I wouldn't forget it. <laughs> um, and it's a video of uh, Simon Sinek. 
Sinek, Sinek, you know who I'm talking about. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, I love the guy. guy. I, I, yeah, I think I say Sinek, but who knows yeah. how he says his name. I'm so, listen, this is something that run that I run into in my line of work a lot, where I read somebody's name a lot, but I never say it aloud. And so mm. all you have to do is say it confidently one time, very quickly, and be like, "Yeah, Simon Sinek, it's fine," you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, he, I, I saw something on my Instagram that popped across. And he was giving a talk as he is wont to do. And he is, by the way, for those who don't know, he's some sort of like uh, one of those kind of gurus, like a, a, a an author and a kind of motivational speaker, inspirational speaker type and kind of uh, philo- kind of a modern day philosopher, I would say. It's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what he was talking about, he was talking about Navy SEALs. Have you seen this? Did you hear about this, Kev? Uh, for the you, I, I, I think you've I seen this TikTok. I think I've seen this TikTok. Okay. Or he was real. talking about Navy SEALs. And he was talking about, he was saying, um, he was talking about what they were using to evaluate potential team members. And he drew a chart. He had a big whiteboard up there because he's a nerd. He wears glasses. And he, um, not all nerds wear glasses and not all people who wear glasses are nerds. I want to state that for the record. Anyway, but most of them do. Cover anyway, all that's to say, he he drew like a chart up there and he drew like two axes. And one of them, one of the axes was performance, okay? How well you perform. Okay. And the other axis was the other axis was trust, which is how much people trust you. And he talked about how obviously if you're for Navy SEALs, which are like the elite of the elite, people that they like people that are put into the most um, like the most like high pressure situations literally in the world. <laughs> um, he said that obviously low performance, low trust, bad idea. Right. Right. And obviously he said high performance, high trust people really want it. Like that, that's, that's the ideal. You want high mm-hmm. performance, high trust, somebody who's super good at their job and also, they are as solid as the day is long. You can trust them with you can trust them literally with your wife and your life, right? You know, right, I mean? right. Yeah, I like that. So, but then that's when things get interesting because he said the next best thing that we would value. He's speaking to Navy SEALs here. The next best thing that we would value is medium performance and high trust. It is not high performance and low trust or high performance and medium trust. What we would, we would rather have somebody who is pretty average as far as performance is concerned, but we know that they are trustworthy. We know that they can get the job done. And I think that that is as opposed to somebody who is like a super high achiever, but you don't know what you're getting. And I think that that's something that's really interesting. And like I said, I texted it to myself and I've thought about that for the last three weeks while you've been on your vacation. <laughs> um, and I think there, there's a couple things to learn from that. One of them is that I think that trust and specifically, like if there's a lack of trust, I think that that spills over into everything else. Like that colors everything else. Mm. Okay. If you've got a boss or you've got a leader or you've got somebody that you report to and you don't trust them, then ultimately they could be the smartest person who has ever lived and you're not going to like see that. It's going to ultimately be like it's going to spill over into those other areas. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
And then I also think that, especially in the case of th- places like Navy SEALs, obvi- I think those guys, I've never met a Navy SEAL. Love to have you on the podcast. Maybe return your emails. Um, the I'd love to have, uh, but but I think that those guys are under a lot of pressure, right? Right. And I right. think at that point, that only amplifies distrust, right? If you like when you're under pressure, you need people you can rely on more than you need people who are like super incredible, super smart or, or like 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 that. I think that is I think it's really interesting, like that kind of dichotomy between um, not dichotomy, but like that relationship between being good at something and being somebody that people can trust. And I think that that it's I, I think that I agree with it. I'm not. I'm certainly not trying to pick a fight with Navy SEALs, but I think I agree with that idea that I would rather have somebody that I can trust rather than somebody who is maybe 25% better than the, than somebody I, like than somebody I can trust. You know what I mean? Like if I can't trust those, that person. Yeah, no. Yeah. That, that is, that's fascinating. Cause it's, um, it's almost like it's easier to teach that high trust person the way a way yes. to increase their performance than it would be to take that high performer and make th- them be more trustworthy. You said a really important word there, which is teach. Like, I don't know if you can teach people how to be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. I can teach like right now you come onto my team. I'll teach you how to be a member of like, and write for the magazine. I'll teach you how to do the television stuff. I'll teach you how to do it. I can do that. But if I don't trust you, like, I can't teach you how to make me trust you, you know? <laughs> right, right. And and performance is about competence, right? But trust is about, like, trust is about character. And I would rather be surrounded by people with quality character and, like, iffy performance or, if, or iffy competence than, mm. like, the inverse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's interesting. That's anyway, very interesting. That's all I had. Thanks to TikTok for their continued support of this podcast. Um, <laughs> so there you have it. That's the Rylacast for this here episode. We do thank you for uh, supporting us and spending a little bit of your day with us. We want you to rate and uh, and subscribe to this podcast. And please tell a friend. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, we're supposed to plug the website, right? What's the website? Oh, 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 sure. Uh yeah, the website that we're supposed to plug is Ryla fifty eight ten dot org. This might be our. We're gonna do. I think we're gonna do one more before day seven, but only one more. So we better get this thing done. Ryla Ryla fifty eight ten dot org. Please rate uh, rate and subscribe to this podcast. And here with an antiquated way of telling a friend about this podcast is Josie. Well, thank you, Greg. And this is a little long-winded way because uh, today, peek behind the curtain, uh, November 1st, uh, yesterday was Halloween and we are entering into the greatest month of the year. I think you and I are in agreement. Uh, My inflatable turkey is in the yard. (laughs) Uh, I love you, Greg. Um, Yes, Thanksgiving is upon us. And I think you should write a letter to tell someone that they should listen to the Rylacast and also invite them over for dinner maybe the 24th or so of this month. 
uh, but mail that very soon. Mm. Because so, are we talking about a Thanksgiving invite or a Friendsgiving invite? You know, uh, why not both? Ooh, why not both? You know what, guys? They serve turkey year round. They serve they, they that they do. Yeah, so uh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, please loop in uh, the Ryla cast into all of your Thanksgiving festivities. Uh, that's gonna do it for us, Josie. Thanks for your courage. Thanks, Greg. We'll talk to you next time on the Ryla.